Small Talk with Gary and Simon. Discussing our hopes and expectations of Genesis' last domino. This episode, Studio. Greetings, Stationeers, and welcome to a Small Talk. In these short episodes, we'll be talking a little bit about the Last Domino Tour, which started on September the 20th, 2021. In this episode, I'll be talking to my co-host, Gary, about Stu Stu Studio. Okay, so if you listen to the previous three podcasts in this series, we've talked about the set list, the sound, and the scope of what we think, you know, is going to happen during this tour. At this point now, we'd just like to talk about the studio, about basically what we think they might do in the future, if indeed there is a future, what they might do with what they're doing on this tour. So, Simon, what do you think they're going to do? Well... I'll break it down for you. Do you think there is even the vaguest, vaguest of possibilities of a live album off this one? I think there's a 100% possibility of there being a new live album from this You say tour. that, and I do agree. I think unless they're coming out on studio and miming these tracks, <laughs> it would be an absolute lost and missed opportunity if they did not produce a live album for this. However, mm. as they've just released the last Domino album, which could potentially be the set list for this tour, some people yes. might say another album with an exactly the same playlist is going to be a bit of a rip-off. Yeah, but the thing we've got to bear in mind with Genesis is they've never done what their fans want or care about when it comes to releasing things. That is true. That is true. Also, of course, they could not do an album, but do a live DVD. Yeah, I think that's an inevitability as well, because they did record their rehearsal. So they did a full rehearsal and recorded it with the full lights and everything last year, just in case the tour was completely cancelled due to COVID. Is that what we saw with the trailer that they released? They released a trailer, yes. didn't they, with them on stage? That's that right. part yeah. of that? Yeah, that was exactly that, yes. Okay. Um so I think it's inevitable that that will be released anyway. But I do think I do think a live album will be released. Um, and I think I don't think it will be released until next year. No. I think what probably happened, which we spoke about last time, there'll be a break after they finish the American leg of the tour. Mm. And then I think they'll do European leg of the tour. And I think that's when the live album will be released, either just before that or just after that. So do, would you think they would do a live album uh, at one venue or split the tracks up amongst many venues? Because I don't know about you, but if I listen to a live album, I'd rather listen to an album that was recorded at one venue. Yes, same. Because then you get you get the introductions as well and the, the sort of... Of the, yeah. the cuts between the tracks rather than you know yeah. when you get some live albums and it's literally a live track a live track mm. a, and they don't flow because you can't hear them ending one track going yeah. this is another one we did a couple of years ago i'd like to introduce mm-hmm. and you feel like you're at a concert whereas just listening to live tracks it's not the same feeling is it no it's not but i think genesis generally tend to do that though don't they they generally tend to chop and change which sometimes isn't too bad. The the Live Over Europe live album that came out in 2008, I think, that was the set list, but each track was taken from a different venue. So you got the set list, but you didn't get the single performance. I think Genesis are perfectionists. They won't release one performance because there's inevitably going to be a little bit where Mike plays a dud note or... Tony misses a keyboard cue, or or Phil falls over and but that, that can't get back up again. But that is that <laughs> is my point. This is this is their last chance. 
to produce yeah. an actual live album. But the thing they did in 2007 was every single gig was recorded and released on the day. All right. So as you were leaving the venue, you could buy a copy of that gig. Wow, I did not know that. And Peter Gabriel does that as well, and quite a few other artists do that, or did that, I should say. They don't necessarily do it anymore. Yeah. Um, so... It's entirely possible they might do that as well. Mm, that'd be good. Because I say, the one thing we haven't really had from Genesis is a completely live album. So yeah. it would it would be nice. In remix. Yeah, it would be nice if we got that. I would really like that as a something to remember them by, as it were, if this is indeed the last hurrah. Just before you start to send death threats to Gary there, we are aware that Seconds Out is a very good live album. Please don't threaten to kill us. Well, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a live album recorded at a single venue on a single night as a complete performance. Yeah, and by all means, feel free with the death threats. I get so many. I would not notice any more. <laughs> so that's the live album. Yep. What do you think is the possibility of a brand new album? I don't think it's completely unlikely, but I do think it is... A Mostly unlikely. Yeah. When he was doing his solo tour, Phil did talk about having ideas for new songs and that he was wanting to write some new, write and record some new material. That hasn't surfaced yet. I think it's possible that they might write some new songs. I think it's possible that they have written some new songs over the period where they've been rehearsing. They might play them on the tour. They, they might. But I don't think it's likely. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think I, that I is the reason they've got together. Is that the whole vibe of this tour is that it's the last hurrah? Mm. So I, I don't think they're going to go. You know what? We had so much fun doing that. Let's do it again. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Because inevitably, if they do release a new studio album, they'll be pressured then to go and tour with the new studio album. Yeah, and Phil's already intimated that he's not interested in touring after yeah, this. Exactly. Um, so unless they just became a studio band, which. Yeah doesn't really seem like something they'd want to do but then of course you said about them being a studio band and of course mm. they could always fall back on the old trope that every band is doing now and re-releasing old albums uh and a new format and you know with extra tracks and whatever is that something you'd be interested in do you think G gosh yes yes sir oh me please hang me, on please I'm, I'm getting a, a sense that you'd be in favor of this <laughs> yes, I would. I love Genesis to bits. Really? You've never intimated that. You may you may have picked this up vaguely from conversations we've had. You've been, you've been had. hiding it really well, Simon. But they are terrible at releasing things that fans want to get hold of. Yeah, they've never been, really been fan-friendly, have they? No, they haven't. So Marillion's a good example. They've been re-releasing their EMI albums, deluxe sets, four CDs. That's a brand new live performance that's never been heard before, a remix of the album, and then the B-sides or the original mix of the album and a Blu-ray with making-ofs for every album. Genesis, it was their 50th anniversary two years ago. That's why we started this stupid podcast. They did nothing, not a thing for it. Yeah. That just seems really odd to me. They're not interested. It's not that they don't have the material. They have live stuff. They have unreleased material that they had demos of that they, they've started, that people know about. Yeah. They physically have that material. They just can't be bothered to release it. They're not interested in releasing it, and that makes me sad. Yeah. The one thing <laughs> that, that, I mean, I know you like all the 57 CD versions of a single album mm. where they talk yeah. about, you know, how they, you know, you get an in-depth conversation about clipping their toes on the day of recording. 
<laughs> all that stuff you really like. I, me, I don't care. When, when I get a when I get an album and it's got an extra CD of stuff, and they go, "Well, these are the demos from those tracks." That leaves me cold, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, so I'm not bothered about the demos. Yeah, but what I really would like to see on re-releases is a good remix of the old albums. Mm. You know, where, the, where yeah. they've where they've taken the master copies, put them back in. Not fiddled yeah. with them. Don't jig with the Genesis ones. But you know, like when they released uh, Rush Twenty One Twelve a few years ago, yeah. and they remixed it with the original things, and suddenly you could hear things in the background you'd never heard before. It was like suddenly discovering three D when you've only watched two D. I'd yeah. like someone to do that with Genesis, so that we got really perfectly clear and perfectly mixed recordings of the original albums. Nothing added, nothing taken away, just remixed. Which is mostly what the Marillion releases are i mean the marillion releases are a great blueprint for how i think the genesis one should be because it it literally is the album remix and remastered so i think i think we should say use the word remastered rather than remixed because that's that's a better we'd want it remastered i'm sure music nerds will email me to tell me which why i'm wrong to say remastered and remixed and whatever what the different things i don't care but so let's say remastered so they're remastered so bringing the things out in the background that you couldn't hear before yeah that's what they are and then either it's either been the original album mix as well which is great because then you've got both yeah or it's been uh things like b-sides that weren't on the album and then you've got two cds and it's a, a concert and it's a full concert. Exactly what we were talking about earlier, a full gig. Can you imagine that for every single Genesis album? The album sounding better than it's ever sounded before. And then a, a live gig. Because we know, we know some CDs of those films perfect. exist from the Peter Gabriel era. We know there's there are you know film recordings of live gigs. They've, we've yeah. seen them on YouTube and everything, but they've never been officially released. It would be nice to see some of that. But then, of course, one of the other things is with the Marillion ones, the prohibitive mm. price of those sort of mixers. 25 quid? Is that all? That's a bargain. Yeah, they're, about, they're about 25 quid. Fugazi was 25 quid. That's a bargain. Yeah, I know it's 25 quid. You've told me so many times. I'm just <laughs> I'm just pointing out the fact that when you do get these sometimes, they don't necessarily have mm. to be prohibitive costs. And I'm sure yes. any Genesis fan would quite happily pay 25 quid for a brand new remastered version with extra tracks and videos and a concert of lamb lies mm -hmm. down something like that yeah you know it's, it's not a lot to pay for when we've you've talked about marillion when we've been to the pub my god you've mm. talked about the marillion ones when we've been to the pub oh god you have talked about them but they are the pinnacle of re-releases for my in my mind yeah that's the thing that everything a fan could want and it's something that genesis have never really given the fans so yeah, i think it's exactly. about time that we got that they've come to the end now if they have come to the mm -hmm. end yeah. please look at your back catalog and give us stuff that we actually want as well. Yeah. And that's not to be, you know, cruel or, or to be, you know, thankless, but mm. we've waited so long for some of these things. You know, maybe now's the time to, to give somebody the entire back catalogue go, we can't be bothered to do this stuff. You go and yeah. do it. There you go. We can't be bothered with it, but we want to make bank. <laughs> yeah. So we'll go away and spend the money. You sit in that cupboard and make it for us. Yeah, exactly. And they would be, they'd be sure fire bestsellers. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. They've, they've always been a bankable, they've always been a bankable commodity. I mean, even if they don't go through their production company or whatever, if they did it off their mm. own back, like Marillion do, you know, they're sure that they could do this stuff. They must have vaults of stuff. They must do. They must do. But And apparently they have got, hundreds and hundreds of live gigs 
that would be my ideal, I think, yeah. for Genesis. Yeah, I agree. All their albums remastered with a gig. So be great. Do you think, though, speaking of, of them making money, do you think they're still relevant today? Do you think? No. Um, I think they're relevant to their fans. And mm. I think they're relevant to anybody who likes that kind of music. But if you're asking yeah. me if they're relevant to today's pop culture, I don't mm. think so. But then they're not doing this tour to get new fans. No. This is a Sayonara tour. They're, they're doing exactly. this one for all the fans they've got, not all the fans yeah. they are about to make. I'm sure they will make yeah. fans off this tour. Sure, they'll get more airplay because they'll be touring. Sure, they'll get more, mm. more television play and people will come into it. But this isn't about that, I don't think. I think this no. is about thank you and a final tour. So whether they're relevant or not, I don't know, but I don't think so. I think as well, Genesis fans do not want to hear this. But I think when you look at the musical impact Genesis have, I think it's very minimal these days. Yeah. I think Phil Collins had a huge impact on music in the 80s. Genesis did not have a huge impact on music in the 80s. They did a lot of great stuff in the 80s and they were they were a good band. But if it wasn't for Phil, they would not have been as successful as they were, yeah. quite frankly. Well, I think Phil basically was the 80s. Rather than respond to that, I think I'll just punch you in the face next time I see you. Okay, fine. Yeah. Because, um, <laughs> no, I think they're, they're as relevant as any band to their fans. Rolling Stones tour all the time, yeah. and I'm sure it's not because they're looking for new fans. They're only there for their old fans, and they'll make more than enough money from their old fans, mm. like Genesis will with this tour. So they're yeah, as relevant exactly. as they need to be to the people they're playing to. Exactly. Did I make a good point? They are irrelevant to everybody else <laughs> that wasn't quite what i was aiming for but okay i'm gonna get hate mail for that they're gonna hate me ah, why should why should i mean it's not just me who hates you simon i mean you know that doesn't lessen their quality so what's next for the revelation station gary i believe tomorrow after this episode goes out we're gonna go and see genesis we are i am so excited we're gonna see them in oh, manchester no. And yep. uh, we're going to have a great time, aren't we? We are. Anybody listening to this, if you're in Manchester, look out for us. <laughs> yeah, because they'll be able to spot us easily. We'll be the old men with... Oh, wait. We'll be the sad look... Oh, wait. We'll be the... Oh, God. <laughs> I can't... Yeah, we're going to be begin. one of many, aren't we? <laughs> we're going to be one of we an are, army yeah. of sad old men. <laughs> yeah. yeah, middle-aged men. The best way to <laughs> describe... on Manchester... Look for look for a short guy with a beard and a slightly taller, fatter guy who's drunk. That will be us. Yes. I might wear my uh, my Guards of Magog t-shirt, actually. Such a fanboy. Yeah, I've not worn it for ages because I was baking and I got some dough on the t-shirt right. and I didn't notice. And then I washed it, put it in the dryer and it baked on. It won't come off now. And I might wear one a t-shirt that doesn't make me look too fat. Mm. Good luck. That really limits my wardrobe. So anyway, any if there are any Revelation Station fans that are going to be at the Manchester Arena um, on the night we're going, which is the 24th. Friday the 24th, yeah. Yep. Please get in touch with us. Uh, maybe you want to meet up for a drink or... You could buy us a drink, or or you could you could hit us, or whatever it is you want to do. Um, you can buy me a drink, or just shake my hand. <laughs> to quote Fish, yeah. If anybody's going, let us know. Maybe we can all meet up somewhere. If not, 
really have a great time there. Yes, wherever you are seeing Genesis. Yeah, have an absolutely great time. And hopefully we'll be back after we've seen Genesis to do maybe a little something about what it was like to see them on tour after all this time. Yes, hopefully we'll be able to record something after we've seen them and I'll get that out in a few days' time. Yeah. Wherever you've seen Genesis, have a great time, enjoy it, but stay safe, don't forget... Yeah, and we'll see you soon with another episode of The Revelation Station. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Small Talk from The Revelation Station. Send feedback to revelationstationpodcast at gmail.com or visit us on Facebook. To donate to the running of the show, head to buymeacoffee.com and search for Revelation Station. Small Talk is a Revelation Station production. From the Prince Gabriel area. Area? Are you sure it's not inside your head? Sorry, Gary, you keep talking. Okay. You never say that. <laughs>